Happy birthday, banter mites. You might be saying, Wes, it's not my birthday, nor is it the banter pod's birthday. No. But today is a very special day as we go through Frosty the Snowman, one of the greatest Christmas specials of all time. One that's not centered around Santa Claus for a change, but instead a human-like talking block of frozen water. Yes, you heard it here first, folks. Frosty the Snowman, totally real, and we're going to go through it right now on the other side of the intro. Great. And as Wes said, uh, we are back for another Christmas special and this year, uh, if you listen to last year's, we did ch- uh, Charlie Brown table read with lots of friends of the pod. And th- this year we are doing the same thing, but with good old 1969's Frosty the Snowman starring Wes again as Frosty, the, t- the titular character. <laughs> You're just getting lucky, Wes, that all these characters are bald. Was I the main character last time? Yeah, you were Charlie. Was I really? Yeah. What are you talking about? Don't you remember the picture that Sam made of you as Charlie Brown and it looking too actual perfect to be true? Wait, Sam? Sam, my cousin, who does all of our oh, graphics. Um, No, I don't really remember that, and I must have blocked it out because it was probably traumatizing me. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you. It's so good. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I could look at our Instagram. I'm sure it's yeah, there. Yeah, it's on there. It's on there. I'm going to go, yep. go look at it yep. right now. Uh, also with us today for this live recording of our lines is uh, who's going to be our narrator today, James Kopik. Hey, everybody. You've heard him before on a couple of our episodes talking about we did a Disney quiz on here and you were here for something else as well, right? Everything I've been here for is Disney related. So I was here for a Disney song draft and a Disney trivia quiz. That's and right. One other thing. But you are like, I mean, there's a reason that you're here for the Disney stuff as you are very much a Disney enthusiast. That's correct. I have a tattoo of Winnie the Pooh. Mm. I love that. <laughs> and also here is our Karen. And I don't mean like, you know, let like me talk to our manager. Like this is because uh, she is the manager, <laughs> the child she Karen from Frosty the Snowman. It's my sister, Abby. Hi again. <laughs> And Abby's been on quite a few episodes as well. You remember her, and then as well last year she uh, she was Lucy, Frida, and no, I wasn't Lucy. I was uh, Frida and uh, Sally. Sally. Sally, that's right. Yes. And uh, last year Kelly from Fanimated was Lucy. She is uh, she is a role on. She has sent me in lines for this table read as well. And when we get to them, you will find out what character she is playing. I think Sorry, Kelly. Kelly. I think Kelly might be the happiest podcast host on the planet. <laughs> she just always has a, a smiley, She's happy, so happy mentality. Yeah, like She's happiest like podcast really on Earth has nothing on her. Aww. Yeah. Wow, That's we're sweet. giving her such a great promo. And we just gave a side promo to Happiest Podcast on Earth as well, which is... Yeah, so if you want to check out Fanimated Podcast, check out the link in the description, but no. <laughs> I've never done a link in the description below in my life. Nope, and we're not um, starting today. Anyway, uh, great. So this is Frosty the Snowman. If you guys remember uh, this, there's this is actually like one of the I don't know one of the classic animated '60s twenty um, something minute shorts that they used to put on for those thirty minute blocks. You know where they had just 
they had like one commercial break in the middle. Um, but it's a great, great special. They actually have a sequel too, where they're like, there's some guy that like invents a spray that makes snow disappear. And I think that I came out a little much later on. But. Well, and like, and then Frosty and his family end up in a ton of other shows too afterwards. I mean, well, there's Frosty uh-huh. Returns. There there's, is. Well, there's also Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. Oh gosh, that. it's amazing. Oh, you know what? I do think I remember. Yep, that. where they combine, where they take the claymation Rudolph, oh, and then they no. and then they make claymation. Um, I it's guess it's not Frosty. claymation. It's a uh, yeah, that was ahead of its time though. Claymation I mean, like, was ahead of its time. Three. I mean, like the just the technology, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing, and. The, like they have a crossover episode before Nickelodeon and Disney Channel ever did it. Let's just throw oh it yeah, out there. that's so true. The Sweet <laughs> Life <laughs> of and... the That's what So about, Sweet Life of Montana is nothing. Without <laughs> what about when um, Scooby Doo meets the Globetrotters? Exactly, it's nothing that without Frosty amazing. and Rudolph. Yeah, <laughs> the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. Anybody? The Jim. That's what I was thinking of. The Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. That was so good. <laughs> there was also Scooby Doo meets Batman, and there was a Kim Possible meets Lilo and Stitch. That, all kinds of stuff. Wasn't okay, there like the, the That's So Sweet Life of Raven something? The That's oh, So totally Sweet Life was. of Hannah Montana. Yes. Oh, that's my. So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana. And I think <laughs> later on there was another crossover <laughs> that included Wizards of Waverly, Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, there was yeah. one with Proud Family. Wizards on Deck, that's what it was. It was the yeah. crossover of the Sweet Life on so Deck. So why the heck Waverly are we acting like that? <laughs> Like Spider-Man: No Way Home is the most innovative thing since sliced bread. If everyone's been doing it's it on not. Disney Channel, it's just the most <laughs> impressive. Yeah. Okay. Marvel stole the metaverse from Frosty the Snowman. Wow. Well, we we are so far off track already in this. Um, I tried to I'd be back. remiss if I didn't give a quick boiler up. Uh, the moment that we're recording this, the Purdue Boilermakers are number one in the world in, bas- in the in men's basketball. So again. Let it be known again. Exciting. All right. And that was uh, enough time for basketball on this podcast. Uh, Let's jump into what we're here to do today. And it is Frosty the Snowman. And uh, Frosty the Snowman, if you guys know, actually starts with a song uh, and then goes into the narrator. And I'm going to try to share. Can I share? I may only be able to share. Hmm. Ooh. Can I do this? Let's see. Let's try it. Are you guys seeing any share anything shared whatsoever? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Are you I, trying to share the script, Perry? No, I'm trying to share my Audacity project that I currently have. Perry, I really don't need you to share your Audacity. I was literally <laughs> thinking that too. Keep your Audacity to yourself, please. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did nope. you hear anything? Nope, you heard nothing. Nope. No, I don't think it's going to work. Okay, so new plan. I have another plan, and I just need to load it. This will all be cut out later, all this quiet space. I like quiet space. So what was everybody's top artist on Spotify this year? Taylor Swift. <laughs> we knew Come about on. yours, Wes. Okay. I was in Taylor Swift's top one half percent of listeners. I'm not surprised. But don't worry, I'm not a very Vine fan, and I don't have tickets to a concert. I do so like Taylor Swift. So I share a Spotify with my wife, 
and so our top stuff was all like baby lullabies and then <laughs> but our, our top actual like artist was little mix why don't you just get a family plan it's only like three dollars more yeah we have the family for brooke and I. yeah but i lost my hulu when we went to family you know okay but if you play no for the disney bundle i don't know what yep. my po- top artist was i think it was ash nico i don't doubt we have any ash nico listeners I don't know who that is. She's like mine was Quinn again, three years in a row. Quinn, Quinn? I don't know who that is. Quinn, Quinn ninety two, Quinn X C I I. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you guys are seeing this tab? Question mark. Yes, I can see it now. Okay, and I just really am only doing this um, so I can play the intro, and then we'll go into the narrator. Okay. Okay. That's pretty much what the intro is going to be. <laughs> yeah. All right, narrator, do you want to get us started? <coughs> do you want to hear do you want to hear what he sounds like for reference? I've got it open, so I've like played it a couple times. Great, right, let I'll me have a screen time for myself. Okay. Fair fair. Yeah. Got to get that New York accent down. Landon, who is also a role, you guys have heard Landon on this podcast before. He's also one of our characters. He asked me if he, if I wanted him to like just totally riff, and and I was like, well, the problem is if you just go off and riff, then all the people that I've told that like that are have already given me lines that didn't riff, it's gonna look like Roy out of place if you're the only one who riffed. <laughs> Everybody else's word for word. No one can play off him. Yeah. All right. I suppose it all started with the snow. You see, it's a very special kind of snow. A snow to make the happy happier, and the giddy even giddier. A snow to make a homecoming homier, and a natural enemy's friends. Naturally, for it was the first snow of the season. And as any child can tell you, there's a certain kind of magic to the very first snow. Especially when it falls on the day before Christmas. For when the first snow is also a Christmas snow, (laughs) well, something wonderful is bound to happen. Nicely done. Nicely done. I like the accent. It's good. Okay. (laughs) How do you feel about that go round? I had great vibes from it. Okay. Sweet. We can just move on right into... Um, the first stage action, which is the children look out at a, a classroom window and marvel at the snow falling. Their teacher taps a ruler on her desk to get their attention. And I'm not going to play all the sound effects uh, in this session, but they will end up on the edited cut. So look out for those sound effects, guys. <laughs> uh, that's so exciting. We'll just play sound effect bingo or something like that. Look out for a boing sound. That's going to be your wild. Um, Anyway, the, <laughs> the teacher line is uh, the teacher role is being played by Tori. Wes, what's Tori's last name? I didn't. Uh, Wet- Wetters. Wetters. Tori Wetters. Thank you. Actually, wait. Maybe we shouldn't include her last name on here. Um, what's her home address? Want to go? <laughs> our <laughs> our teacher is being played by Tori, and here's her line. Children, back to your seats. The snow can wait. Now, now, I've hired Professor Hinkle, 
the magician to entertain at today's class Christmas party. So pay attention. Oh, I almost played it again. And narrator. <clears throat> now, Professor Hinkle was just about the worst magician in the world. Professor Hinkle removes his hat and bows. All his trick props fall out of his hat onto the floor. All right, now let me see if I... Uh, I tried to listen to some Hinkle earlier today to get this get this down, but we'll see. <clears throat> and so I put the magic eggs into my hat. Abracadabra, to coin a phrase. Ha ha ha. And voila, the eggs have turned into... He turns his hat upside down and the eggs fall out and break onto the floor. Messy, messy, messy. The children groan. Where is that rabbit? Hocus pocus, where are you? Bah, the only thing this hat's good for is the trash can. Professor Hinkle fiddles with his hat before throwing it at the trash can across the room. It bounces off the side and lands on the floor. Hocus Pocus springs out of the hat and waves to the classroom. The hat then falls back onto the rabbit and he hops around the room as, as Professor Hinkle tries to catch him. The children laugh. The bell rings. Uh, children cheer and then... Oh, I actually wrote a stage action for this. School bell rings and the children stampede for the door, running over Professor Hinkle in the process. Okay, this one... It's an interesting line because he like half says a bunch of things. <clears throat> you desert Hinkle the... Ouch! For some stupid... Ow! Frozen water! <laughs> uh, I don't remember how that line looked. Actually, I may have done that way, way wrong. No, I love yeah. that. I think that was good. That was good. Okay. Um... Cool. And then we're going outside. The next scene is outside the school building, and it's a bunch of kids uh, saying different things. And so I've got some lines here. Um, I may try to get a couple extras from you guys uh, as kid lines because we may need more. But let's see. I've got uh, Anna, my sister Anna, um, did, no. a, did a few kids. <laughs> um <laughs> Was this one? This one might have been her. Let's see. Hey, look at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll take you downtown. Ooh. Hey, look. All right. Did you guys hear that? Mm -hmm. Is that oh, Candace Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at the snow. Okay, that's one of the kids. Um, let's see. What other ones did I load up here? Hmm. Oh, here's another one. It's cold and snowy. That was Tori. Uh, there's another one that was like, it's the best kind of snow, too. I don't think I loaded that one up there, but I have it. That'll be on the final cut. Um, and then we get into the building of a snowman, which is where we get the twins for the first time. The twins are basically uh, just two kids that say that have the exact same voice but the, a pretty much have the, every line they say is like one twin says the first thing and the other twin finishes the line. And so Kelly from Fanimated did both of our twins, um, which they actually had quite a few lines. So the first line from the twins was this. We're building a snowman, Karen. You make the head. 
And then Karen has her first line. The head is the most difficult part. Ask anyone. Okay, and then twin second line. What will we call him? Yeah, should we call him Harold? <laughs> Harold. Uh, and then I'm pretty sure we already have a couple people saying, uh, Bruce? Nah. Um, Anna also gave me this Christopher Columbus line. Christopher Columbus? Oh, that was great. That's amazing. She crushed it. (laughs) And then, oh, someone goes, oh, no. Uh, and then we have Anna again giving me an oatmeal. <laughs> and then I've got some this kids with doing some question mark oatmeals, like because after that all the kids go oatmeal. <laughs> and then um, let's see who's where did I get those from? Uh, when you load up a lot of lines, you have to look through a lot of lines. Let's see. Oh, oatmeal. I also think I got one from Kelly. Oh, you have two oatmeals. Oh, oatmeal. Yeah, so I got, I think Anna's is the, like, the kid that suggests oatmeal as the name, and then I've got some other people saying oatmeal. Um, Abby, can you give me a kid saying oatmeal? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Oatmeal! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Wes, you want to do your best kid saying oatmeal? I'm just going to edit them all together, and so it's like a chorus of children. Are you ready? Yeah. Oatmeal. I got another one. Can we do a British accent? Oatmeal. <laughs> Wes, can you, also, can you also give me a... An, uh, Bruce? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I just heard the... Uh. Well, one of the lines is, uh, Bruce, and it's a, it's like a boy with a weird low voice. Anna gave me that as well, but it might be, I, I want to see what Wes can give me there. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, Bruce? <laughs> All right. <laughs> fine, that's perfect. That's fine. All right. And then Karen has another line. How about Frosty? And then the twins go... Frosty? Yeah, Frosty it is. Frosty the snowman. Yeah, the cheers. Wow. The children hold hands and dance around the finished snowman singing. And uh, they sing the Frosty the snowman song. Frosty the snowman. snowman. What a jolly happy soul. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Let's see. Do I have it? Here. Quick share, and I shared the wrong one. Dang it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you guys know how the song goes. It'll be in the <laughs> final cut. Stop sharing. <laughs> I can sing it if you want. Sure. That This is what's going to make it the final cut right here. Whatever Abby Oh, yeah? Says. I'm just kidding. I no, just uh, <laughs> edited your script. You had a typo. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, all right. Pocus Pocus, still bouncing around in the magician's hat, bursts out the school doors into the snow. Professor Hinkle follows closely behind. Okay, I want to hear Professor Hinkle's voice again, just because I forgot it for a second. 
Oh, I have an ad. Boo. What the heck? Is this literally a one minute ad? Okay. Boo. Can't okay. pay to afford to pay for ad free YouTube. Okay. Come back here, you. Um, Professor Hinkle gets a hold of the elusive rabbit, but the hat flies off and is blown through the air. Karen grabs it and puts it on the snowman. Immediately, something magical happens, and Frosty comes to life. And with that, we introduce Wes Richardson as lead character, Frosty the Snowman. Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm going to need you to get a little closer to the mic when you do that. Oh, no. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> great. No, Patrick, it's mayonnaise. <laughs> Is mayonnaise, Is mayonnaise an, an instrument? Uh, uh, okay. All right, Karen. <clears throat> that hat brought Frosty to life. It must be magic. Magic? My hat? Magic? Just look! The hat blows off Frosty's head and into the hands of Professor Hinkle. If that hat is magic, I want it back. But it's not yours anymore. You threw it away. Don't talk back to your elders, you naughty, naughty little girl. And you, shoving the rabbit back into the hat. Stay in there, or there'll be no carrots for Christmas. I think this is animal cruelty. <laughs> Somebody called Peter. <laughs> there was no animal cruelty back in the '60s, Wes. Mm-mm. Okay, James. <laughs> oh, who am I? Where, to even how think? did we get here? Holy <laughs> Frosty the Snowman what, what we is integral to the politics of America. Is that no snowman has the right to vote? Right? <laughs> okay. Wait, that is a that's a crime. I don't feel like that's. <laughs> Okay, our next line is from the twins again. Is Santa just a dictator? Is the North Pole a dictatorship? No, I think Santa it might be. Santa is a marketing ploy <laughs> from Coca-Cola. We know this. Wait, he's Santa a- is it real? <laughs> oh, he's real, and apparently he owns people. Okay. Um, how many of Santa's listeners are under the age of eight? Hopefully not very oh. many. Hopefully dozens. <laughs> we just Actually, take that back. If you're under the age of eight, we value Javon, your Javon. Santa <laughs> is real, Javon. He as, is. As Wes drinks some Coca-Cola to take part in the Christmas marketing. All right. Moving All right, on. The, tw- the twins. Uh, the twins. Hinkle has just taken the hat back. Mm-hmm. Um, and no the twins say. But you can't take that hat back. It brought Frosty to life. Karen. You saw it happen. I saw nothing of the kind. Hocus Pocus pops out of the hat and rubs his paws in a tisk-tisk kind of disapproval. Quiet, whispering to the rabbit. I can't lose that hat. Oh, this is actually a line. I thought this was going to be a, a stage action for a second. I can't lose that hat. If it's really got magic now, it'll make me a millionaire magician. Ooh, good delivery. Thank you. But we saw Frosty come to life, didn't we? Uh, and the twins? Uh-huh, we sure did. You gotta play that one twice, so, like over itself. Yeah, can you overlay it? Uh-huh, you uh-huh, yeah. 
Oh, because that we one's sure in yeah. unison, they say? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We sure did. Yeah, you're right. I do have to do that, don't I? All right. But Good I got to just, like, I have to, like, move them, like, a tenth of a second so you can tell right. there's two. Right, 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 Okay. Good note. Good note. I'm going to I'm gonna actually note that to myself. <laughs> I'm seeing the creative process before my very eyes. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's really mind-blowing. <laughs> it all comes together usually we don't have 20 <laughs> minutes of of uh technical difficulties before we start i don't know perry last time <laughs> no usually it's just well, me waiting on you <laughs> guys la on our last episode when we were recording we were in the middle of it and doing great and all of a sudden i said oh no my computer had only been on for like 30 minutes and it just decided for the battery to, to hank no and it but almost died just, uh, and we were yeah. like two minutes from done it was so bad oh that's nice. <laughs> did you get Harry saw me crumble in the cr yeah. crumble before the pressure <laughs> <laughs> okay wait i'm on a we're on a hinkle line next right yep, yep okay. you're on you silly children okay i'm listening to him say it okay you silly children believe everything you see when you're grown up you'll realize that snowman can't come to life. That's really good. You should go into voice acting. I, I've thought about that. Yeah? I think Just thinking it'd be really fun. It not would be, be fun. Not because I, I actually have ever had a ton of like ambition to do it, but I think it would be fun. Um, Karen. But we... Silly, silly, silly. I'm going to try that one more time. Silly, silly, silly. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I'm sure one of them is good. A little lower. One of those will work. Professor Hinkle puts on the hat and walks away. And the twins have another line. Ah, Frosty, we don't care what grown-ups say. We know you did come to life. Okay. Karen. We know, Frosty. We just know. And with that, the intro music begins, and we hear another Frosty song. Should I should I play it this time? Uh, I think we know it. We know Frosty. it. The snowman. Frosty, the snowman. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys want, are like curious of what we're talking about, you can probably find it on Spotify. If not, you can definitely find it on YouTube uh, at the URL youtube.com slash watch question mark v equals a x t t o d w k q i'm not gonna finish this this uh url sorry guys you can find it though just search it <laughs> uh and we're back to the narrator i was listening to what he was saying <laughs> now of course the hat did belong to frosty and the children that part must be made very clear Therefore, Hocus Pocus was entirely in the right in what he was about to do. <laughs> which I which I think is such an interesting thing. That they're like they're like, let's make sure that everybody knows that the hat, because it was that placed this is on the morally snowman, correct. Right. It no longer <laughs> belongs to Hinkle. And so just so you guys know, this is totally okay. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we uh cleared yeah. that up. 
I'm glad that's all cleared up. All right. Professor Hinkle waltzes through town, obviously proud that his hat is magic. Hocus Pocus jumps out of the hat and swaps it on Professor Hinkle's head with a wreath that was hanging on a street light. Unknowingly, Professor Hinkle continues prancing down the street, now with the wreath on his head, as Hocus Pocus bounces in the other direction with the hat. And this is a narrator line, I believe. Well, Hocus Pocus raced back to the children just as fast as he could. Hocus Pocus whistles to get the kids' attention. So he's already, he's raced all the way back to the schoolyard, and he's trying to get the kids' attention. And Karen. Look, the hat's back! Let's see if it will make Frosty alive again. Karen puts <laughs> the hat as <laughs> Karen puts the hat back on Frosty's head and immediately he comes back to life. And Frosty his first big line. Yeah, it's a freaking monologue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a salute. All right, Wes. This is your moment. All the scouts out there, the talent scouts. <laughs> Happy birthday. Hey. I said my first words. But snowmen can't talk. Alright, come on now, what's the joke? Could... Could I really be alive? I mean, I can make words. I can move. I can juggle. I can sweep. I can count to ten. One, two, three, four, five, nine, six, eight. Well, I can count to five. What do you know? Huh, I'm even ticklish. In fact... I'm all living. I'm alive. What a neat thing to happen to a nice guy like me. <laughs> this is what it means. Harry, quit alive. laughing through the takes. Oh, it doesn't matter. I can. They're all. I'll get separate. Yeah, uh, they're all separate little files. I'll get separate audio files afterwards. So, okay. Which is nice. But yes, you are thinking with your head, James, because it would be annoying if I had to somehow just, just you chuckling all the time. Yeah, uh, that would that'd be frustrating. Anyway, um, Abby, I see you. You added a suggestion on. Wait, uh, what? I got an no. I got oh, an e- <laughs> yeah, an sorry. Email from your suggestion. I didn't anyway, realize that. <laughs> I guess it's because you're only a commenter, not an editor on the document. Anyway, that's random. Um, okay, good line, Wes. Thank you. And you. then there's more music. There must have been some magic in that. Uh, anyway, house. House? Hat. Hat. <laughs> that old silk house. Is that hat really made out of silk? I feel like it wouldn't ha- be very sturdy. Anyway. Well, you can Don't have think a... Don't about it too hard. It's a talking snowman. Yeah, you can, can have a sh- you can have like bracing underneath it. They can also steam it to get it in place. Oh, okay. Didn't know we had a lot of hat makers in here. We're just not stupid. <laughs> All right. The music stops as Frosty starts to sweat visibly. Except for an invisibly for you guys at home because you're listening to a podcast. Yeah. Uh-oh. What's the matter, Frosty? Whew. Is there a thermometer around here? Over there on the wall. Why? Oh, I was afraid of that. The thermometer is getting red. I hate red thermometers. Why, Frosty? Because when the thermometer gets all reddish, the temperature goes up. And when the temperature goes up, I start to melt. And when I start to melt, I get all wishy-washy. Karen has to be just an, an, an idiot to, to not realize that snow melts at this point. She's what, like seven? I mean, <laughs> Whoa. I feel like she's no. Listen, right. I work with kids. I've met some oblivious ones. All right. Well, Karen might need some extra schooling. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, 
All right. Then you've got to go someplace where you'll never melt. The only place I'd never melt is the North Pole. Then we've got to get you there. Is that really the only place? Okay. Oh, the South Maybe Pole it's... also. <laughs> I mean, I feel like like the Arctic would be pretty cool too. Anyway. Um. All right, we got another twins line. Yeah, we'll take you downtown to the railroad station and put you on a train. <laughs> Out of context, that would be an interesting line. <laughs> <laughs> and very dangerous. Um, uh, right. uh, okay, Frosty. Great. I always wanted to see the town. Let's make a party out of it. Let's have a parade. <laughs> and this kicks off a big song parade. Frosty is uh, holding a, what is it, a, a broom, I think. Oh, as like, yeah. I think it was a broom. He's like what leading the march. Um, Frosty leads the children. With a leads the children. in his hand. Yes, that's right. With a broomstick in his, yeah. Um, Frosty leads the children in a march of the schoolyard and through the town. Uh, a march out the school of this okay i'm gonna do that again <laughs> frosty leads the children in a march out of the schoolyard and through the town as townspeople see him leading the kids they react in various forms of shock the music continues um and then we'll just Wait. skip to the frosty line oh okay come on kids follow the leader and then this next line of the song at this point is the one about leading them down to the traffic cop he paused a moment when he heard him holler stop and at this point, the cop blows the whistle, and then we've got a cop line, traffic cop line. Tell me I loaded it. Yes, I did. Okay. Here's traffic cop line one from friend of the pod, Landon. All right. Stop, stop, stop. All right. Didn't you see that traffic light? <laughs> Okay, West. That's some it. Brooklyn right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Brooklyn. He also okay. gave me like a Minnesota one, which was also good. But this one, Minnesota. Yep. Oh, oh, you want a oh. ticket? I don't. I can't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's a traffic light? Oh wait, I don't like that. Redo up it. There, up there. <laughs> Sorry. You can do it again. What's a traffic light? Up there on the lamp post. What's a lamp post? Ho oh, ho! You want a ticket, wise guy, huh? I'd love one. To the North Pole, please. Ah, well, it's okay if you just came oh, to. Oh, I missed. Skip There's one. This, this is where he says, "Huh," but I didn't load load that one up. You'll get you'll get that in the final cut. <laughs> <laughs> and then Karen uh, says, "You've sorry. got to excuse him, sir." You see, he just came to life, and he doesn't know know much about it. Can I start over? <laughs> yep, go for it. Okay. Um, you've got to excuse him, sir. You see, he just came to life, and he doesn't know much about such things. All right. If you it, you guys can all when if you want to do it do it over, then yeah, you can always just say you want to do it over. So anyway, um, and then we get the last traffic cop line here ah well it's okay if he just came to life move along move along (laughs) that silly snowman once they come to life they don't know nothing come to life he swallows his whistle if you guys remember at Mm. this point and he's like 
blowing the whistle, but it's like in his throat and you hear the soft whistling sound. Um, anyway, moving to Frosty and the kids continue their march to the train station. They walk up to the ticket man who's asleep and I have a ticket man snoring. I don't know if I brought, Oh, I did. Here we go. The ticket man snoring sound effect. <laughs> so aggressive. Who did that? Okay, the, the, t- <laughs> the ticket man is done by another good friend, Mr. Mike Mahaffey from... Uh, <laughs> he was on one of our Marvel episodes. He was. He was. <laughs> Sounds like my grandpa. And he would just like snore in the next room, and you could just hear him from like. Perry, was that was that what it was like when you would throw pop tarts at me? Uh, (laughs) No, literally when I when I had the um, I took the little window um rod. You took the curtain rod off the the blinds rod, and and I had it next to me on the bed so that if Wes started to snore, I could poke him. (laughs) It was abusive. Good time. If Shelby okay. snores, I just lightly nudge her into a slightly higher realm of sleep. Nice. <laughs> what nice. does that even mean? That sounds it's like the loving husband realm. way to do it. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, I be, I just, yeah. I have earplugs now, and I have earplugs, and then I have a white noise fan that I put over the earplugs. Mm. So, um, how do you wake up? I don't know. Somehow I wake up. The next step is you gotta get the Manta eye goggles or like eye masks so you can just sleep in total darkness. Oh, I do that too. Yeah, yeah, I do. Wow. I, I sleep in like a in a, like a sense, sensory deprivation chamber, basically of my. Wow. Why am I picturing like Isma? That's yeah, that's basically how I sleep, and then my husband is just like falls asleep in any situation. Like he could be like, I don't even know, in the middle of a crowd and fall asleep, and then just wow. snores. He's ready to be a grandpa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, Karen, you have the line here. We'd like a ticket to the North Pole, please. He jerks awake. And this is his first line. And let me just say, Mike, you did a great job here as well as the ticket man. Mm, what? 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 North Pole, you say? Yes, ma'am. And... The ticket man leaps into action. Oh, it leaps into actually is what I wrote there. Um, the ticket man Stupid. leaps into action, laying out and stamping various different tickets and arranging them into a stack. And there's lots of obnoxious sound effects. Uh, and then we continue with his line. Route two, by the way, of Saskatchewan, Dome, Alaska, the Klondike, and Aurora Borealis. Gotta make a change at Nanook of the North, Will. <laughs> That'll be 3,004 cents, including tax. Oh, you guys don't that know how That was so good. We got some talented people. That makes me look like a loser. I hate that. <laughs> that wouldn't take much, Wes. Okay, oh, James. <laughs> you can take your high school musical <laughs> three loving butt off of this podcast. I love that one. Wow. Okay. All right. Ooh, uh, like okay, let me compose myself. That was good. Good stuff. We're we love this. this That's the first one. Okay. Um, Karen, you have the next line here. <laughs> um, oh, but we don't have any money. Okay. No money! Oh, 
The syllables that I'm just not ready for him to emphasize. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, so no good. Money. No money! <laughs> uh, yeah, I did have to dumb that one down a little bit, uh, audio levels-wise. But, yes, fantastic. Um, the long strand of tickets goes flying and gets wrapped around him. And then he says... No, oh, no, he already said that. <laughs> no, not I, I love it. I love that one twice. Uh, he really wants to emphasize no money. Okay, no, he says this. Oh, if it loads. Come on now. Okay. Now it's trying Something to go live. It played as a preview for me, but you guys couldn't hear it. Right. Okay. No money, no ticket. Move on. <laughs> no money, no ticket. Okay. You guys Great. got the gist. Perfect. Um, Perry, my next line is not grammatically coherent. Oh. Okay, let me... Uh, it says, <laughs> now, now I'll, I'll never, never off my moves. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> now I'll never... Let me, let me listen to what... I'm going to go I'll and never... say it's now I'll never get to the North Pole. Is that what he says? Yeah. Now I'll never get to the North Pole. That has to be. That right. makes yeah. a little more sense. Now I'll never, I'll off, never my off my moves. The <laughs> what the heck? How did that get there? You were there? probably trying to write it somewhere else, and it just like that's so funny. Probably, and then I never. Yeah, well, anyway. he's he's belligerent because he's melting. I feel like you would be too. <laughs> now I'll never off my moves get to the North Pole. Okay. All right. There's sad music that plays here as the ticket window closes, and Frosty says. Now I'll never get to the North Pole. Oh, Frosty, you just can't melt. Nice. Oh, Karen, don't you get all slushy too? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? Just give it like a little soft, like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no. What's the, You're what's selling it too much. It's just a Wah. small sad. It's just a small sad. Like small a- sad. I don't know how to do small sad, only big sad and medium sad. Keep keep it's your like lips pursed together but... and cry with the like just a. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I'm listening to it now. <laughs> what is it? Oh, like? she's not really doing anything, to be honest. You don't you don't have to do anything. She's got her face in Frosty's snow. <laughs> um, I don't like then... that one. I don't like that phrase. <laughs> don't make it weird, Wes. Don't make it weird. <laughs> Okay, she's, I don't like it at all. I don't like gi- it at all. <laughs> she's giving Frosty a hug. <laughs> Frosty is consoling her, and then and then Hocus Pocus hops up uh, and smacking his lips because that's how he talks. He's um, Hocus Pocus hops up and down to get their attention. What is it, Hocus? Out the window? A refrigerated boxcar on a train headed north? You'll be safe there, Frosty. Come on. Uh, they look out the window to see a boxcar and they go out and open the door and the last twins line from Kelly from Fanimated Podcast uh, let me go back up and find it I'm getting real I'm getting real uh, old what's it? not babe but it's like the dog <clears throat> it's like what is it old girl there's a kid in oh. the well <laughs> Timmy's stuck in the well <laughs> old yeller that's what it is honestly that that definitely happens later on when he's doing he's like acting out like george washington and whatever 
Um, okay. It's full of ice cream and frozen Christmas cakes. All right. That is that is what is Convenient. in the boxcar, if you guys are wondering. Uh, and the Frosty says... <clears throat> Sorry. What a neat way to travel. Um, the whistle of the train blows, as if to signal that it's about to, to leave, and Karen says... Hurry up, Frosty! The train is pulling out! I want to redo that. I don't like it. Yep, okay. go ahead. <laughs> Hurry up, Frosty! The train is pulling out! And Frosty? Are you coming to the North Pole, too? I'm sure my mom won't mind, as long as I'm home in time for supper. Frosty, Karen, and Hocus Pocus jump inside the boxcar, and the train starts moving. They wave goodbye to the other kids. And this is the song kicks back in. For, for a girl who doesn't understand the concept of water, she's really eager to just go across the planet. She also doesn't understand that a train ride to the North Pole is not going to get her home in time for supper. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, she's not the say, brightest. She really is. As long uh, as I'm home in time. She's going to get taken advantage of. It's like, I feel like this isn't looking Oh, good. no! Well, just in time, uh, Professor Hinkle runs to catch up with the train as it leaves. He hops on board the caboose, and he says, <clears throat> I must get that hat back. Think nasty. Think nasty. Think nasty. <laughs> well done. Uh, okay, what does his laugh sound like? Because that was probably not it. Nasty. Uh, Oh, his laugh is, like, <clears throat> kind of subtle. I must get that hat back. Think nasty. Think nasty. Think nasty. Ha, ha, ha. I'm sorry. Incredible. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Narrator. Now, actually, a refrigerated boxcar is a splendid way to travel. Splendid, that is, if one is a snowman. Or a furry coated rabbit. But for Karen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Nice. Okay. Alright. Frosty. Are you cold, Karen? No, that's a silly question. You wouldn't be sneezing if you weren't cold. That's not true. We have we have like sneezes for the sun that is mm -hmm. totally a thing when you walk outside and it's super sunny and you sneeze well mm -hmm. perry this was the 60s allergies weren't invented yet no oh, fair okay well just just a, a little <laughs> sorry that was good that was, yeah, good. That was good okay achoo okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh narrator, narrator. Frosty realized that Karen had to get out of that car as soon as possible. So when the little freight train stopped to let an express full of happy Christmas travelers pass, Frosty took advantage of the opportunity and quickly got them all off. Frosty carries Karen off the train before it starts moving again. As it leaves, Professor Hinkle notices that Frosty has gotten off. Oh, you tricked me! No fair! Uh, and the train whistles as it leaves... And the narrator says, The only thing Professor Hinkle could do was to make a jump for it. He leaps off the train and eventually bounces to a stop at the base of a tree. 
Well, the snow from the tree falls on top of him, and we have a lot more obnoxious sound effects. Frosty wanted to get as far away as he could before Hinkle woke up. Um, nah, we'll just skip those sound effects, and the narrator says, But the woods through which they traveled were, so, were still bitterly cold. I'll do that again. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> but the woods through which they traveled were still bitterly cold. Frosty. Hocus. I've got to get Karen all warmed up. Or she's a goner. Hocus motions for Frosty to make a fire. I can't make a fire. Oh boy, that's one thing I really can't do. I guess we just gotta keep moving until we find someone who can. Then suddenly they came upon a tiny glen which seemed almost magical. For it was Christmas Eve, and the woodland animals were all decorating for their big celebration. They knew Santa was to come that night, and they wanted everything to be just right. Nice. And it is only now that we are learning it was happens to be Christmas Eve, which is interesting. But uh... Yeah, why were they in school? <laughs> wow. Christmas wasn't invented yet. It's the 60s. <laughs> but Santa was. <laughs> but Santa was, yeah. Hocus, speak to the animals. It's... P- what? It's purple? That's not how that works. Speak to the animals. It's purple. I think that... No, you're right. Hey, what? It's purple. <laughs> What's the it's purple? <laughs> I'm finding where we are in the actual. And it's spectrum. all Frosty's lines. It's like <laughs> yeah. somebody else. Yeah, Perry yeah. was just trying to sabotage me to sound like an idiot. <laughs> it's <laughs> purple. <laughs> it's I, it's purple shouldn't be on there at all. Okay. That's what it should be. I don't know why it's purple is even on there. I like okay, how you guys just went along right. with this. This could have been me, but I I downloaded I um. I have it. You have what? He's, he says, "See if they won't all pitch in and build a fire for Karen." Yeah. Okay. So I I downloaded this from like a a tr- I couldn't find the official script last year. I found the official script for. Charlie Brown. I couldn't find that for this, and so I downloaded basically a transcript. Oh, okay. Uh, and so it, I don't know what it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's almost like the uh, <laughs> like if, if it had if it had closed captioning or something. And okay, that makes more a lot more sense now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alrighty. Hocus, speak to the animals. See if they won't all pitch in and build a fire for Karen. Squeaky noises of animals. Uh, Hocus Pocus acts out the situation and seemingly asks them to help. The animals were delighted to help, so they found a spot away from the glen where the fire wouldn't catch on to the trees. Soon, there was a spark, and in no time at all, a splendid fire was crackling away. Frosty was careful to stay far away from the flames. Hocus Pocus hops over to Frosty. Hocus, we've got to find someone to help Karen get home before she freezes, and meet at the North Pole before I melt. But who? A very relatable conundrum. Uh, <laughs> yep. Hocus Pocus pretends to be a soldier. No, not the Marines. He pretends to be a politician. No, not the President of the United States. Oh, they are both swell ideas, but we've got to find someone nearby. He makes a beard out of the snow and pretends to be Santa Claus. Yeah. 
Santa Claus. That's a great idea. Why didn't I think of that before? Hocus looks frustrated. Hocus, you go back with the animals, and when Santa comes, you bring them right here. Oh, it's, it's him, sorry. Yep. Hocus, you go back with the animals, and when Santa comes, you bring him right here. Understand? Hocus nods his head yes. Hurry now. Squeaky Hocus Pocus hops. <laughs> and so Frosty kept a silent vigil, waiting patiently all through the night until Santa would arrive. But suddenly... Professor Hinkle jumps out of nowhere up to where Karen is sitting by the fire. Oh, a campfire. Well, isn't that all snug and comfy? <laughs> Professor Hinkle blows out the fire. No, don't. Now give me that hat or else. Or else what? Uh, well, don't bother me with details. Give me that hat. Wes, I think the or else what was supposed to sound more stupid. Uh, like he, like he just fair. doesn't know. No. Or else what? Or, I don't know how like, to sound like, stupid. Like, I don't know how uh, to sound stupid, James. Or else yeah. what? Let me, uh... Let okay, me that, or else what? Up. Okay. Perry, can I just say it now, and then you fix it later? Or do you need to do the whole thing again? Oh, wait, uh... Okay, let's do that sequence again. Okay. Alright, uh... You want to do it from the campfire blowout? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a campfire. Well, isn't that all snug and comfy? <gasps> Wait, I gotta do the laugh. <laughs> Professor Hinkle blows out the fire. No, don't. Now give me that hat or else. Or else what? Uh, well, don't bother me with details. Give me that hat. Quick, get on my shoulders, Karen. You see, Frosty since he was made of snow himself, was the fastest belly whopper in the world. And old Professor Hinkle was soon far outdistanced. And now it was Frosty's good fortune that right at the bottom of the hill was a tiny greenhouse used to grow precious tropical poinsettias for Christmas. Wow, way to fill a plot hole. <laughs> um... Did anybody had anybody heard the term belly whopper before? Uh-uh. I'm sure they before made it up. Yeah, I agree. Okay. That's all. <laughs> Frosty. It's got to be all warm and snug inside for those Christmas flowers to grow so beautiful. Let's go in. Oh, but but you will melt. Just a little. I'll only stay inside for a minute. Besides, I've been meaning to take off a little weight anyway. He opens, opens the, door. the door. Woo! Stay in here much longer, and I'll really make a splash in the world. <laughs> Good pun. Couldn't Good he pun, just yeah. send her in? I don't. Yeah, no, I was yes, thinking totally the same could. thing. Totally could. Not the brightest. It's kind of the whole. Um... Well, he was born today. Right. <laughs> That's true. true. He was literally I was going to say today. this is this is the Titanic conundrum. The Jack on the door. Mm-hmm. The door can. To- uh, have you guys seen those? Like, um, they're like. I don't know, pictures or memes of, of like how many different ways they could have physically yep. made it put, onto just put the them on there. There's like yeah. 16 different arrangements. Rose is just selfish. <laughs> um, okay, Frosty and Karen walk into the greenhouse. Professor Hinkle, still huffing and puffing, catches up and slams the door closed, locking them both inside. 
Now I've got you, and the minute you're all melted, that hat will be mine. <laughs> Suddenly, sleigh bells could be heard, and Professor Hinkle looked up to. S Wait, and Professor, I should that should be progressive tense. Suddenly, sleigh bells can be heard, and Professor Hinkle looks up to see Santa's sleigh flying overhead. Sorry, I've tried to find and the line so I can know what he sounds like. <clears throat> yeah, no worries. Here it is. Okay. Santa had arrived, but was he too late? Um, Hocus Pocus makes noises to show Santa where he has to go to get to Frosty. Hocus explained the situation to Santa, who, as you know, speaks a fluent rabbit. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and when they didn't find Frosty and Karen on the hill, Santa followed Frosty's path in the snow to the greenhouse. Santa opening the door. But when they got inside, a terrible sight met their eyes. That got cockney. Yeah, you you were a little more New York before the last three lines. Yeah. <clears throat> do you want to do those again, do those. but with your your New York? I can try. <laughs> I'm just trying to mimic the dude. I just listen to the line. Feel free to use an artistic twist, James. Yeah, I was gonna say at this point. At this point, this it's is probably your narrator. To, to stick with the narrator you were yep. doing to this point. Santa had arrived, but was he too late? Hocus explained the situation to Santa, who, as you know, speaks a fluent rabbit. And when they didn't find Frosty and Karen on the hill, Santa followed Frosty's path in the snow to the greenhouse. But when they got inside, a terrible sight met their eyes. Karen is seen weeping by a puddle on the ground. Ah! Wow. Can you give me like a just like a sniffle? Like a sniffle cry. There yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um there's very sad version of the Frosty the Snowman playing. Uh and the narrator says They were too late. And this is where we have our first Santa Claus line brought to you by Seth from, where is Seth from? Go Lake Ministries. No, I mean, like, where does he live? Somewhere in Michigan. <laughs> it's a town with a really weird name. I don't remember what it is. Okay. Um, Santa line one. Too late? Oh, oh, why nonsense? Oh, don't cry, Karen. Frosty's not gone for good, you see. He was made out of Christmas snow, and Christmas snow can never disappear completely. Oh, it sometimes goes away for almost a year at a time, and takes the form of spring and summer rain. But you can bet your boots that when good jolly December wind kisses it, it will turn into Christmas snow all over again. <laughs> That's... <laughs> we have talented people that yeah, support Yeah, he did a great job. Also... That's so logically flawed. 
<laughs> because he's literally just he literally just recited the water cycle. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but it's fine. That means all snow is magic. Yeah, I mean, no, only Christmas snow, Wes. <laughs> That's true. I mean, this is the water cycle. Okay, Karen? Yes, but he was my friend. Too late? Oh, oh, oh wine! Okay. <laughs> I must have missed a line. Um, well, the line is just watch with a chuckle, and I think I accidentally downloaded the same Santa line twice. Um, but that's okay, because you will get it on the final cut. Santa opens the door. Cold air sweeps in, and Frosty is revived. Wait! A- <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> this is Professor Hinkle. Wait in. Wait on the world to change. Wait a minute. I want that hat, and I want it now. And then Santa says, Don't you dare touch that. And Professor Hinkle says, And just what are you going to do about it? If you so much as lay a finger on the brim, I'll I'll never bring you another Christmas present as long as you live. Oh. Hinkle, I'm going to give like a little, see if I can do a little gulp into the microphone. <laughs> never? Never. And no more trick cards or magic balls or... No more anything, period. <laughs> he also gave me a... No mas nada. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so you guys don't know him, but I know him very well. And that's so spot on and amazing that he would do that. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <clears throat> He gave me like three of those. <laughs> Are there in more languages? Or? No, no. But he gave me like three of the no mas nadas in different. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. He really wanted you to use it. <laughs> well, it is now officially used. It's in the ep- the episode, the making of. I don't think it'll be on the final edited cut. But there that's you go. That's incredible. Oh, I love that man. Okay. Okay. Professor Hinkle says, oh, that's not fair. I mean... We evil magicians have to make a living, too. Santa. Okay, I think it's the go-home line, isn't it? Yes, it is. Now, you go home and write, I'm very sorry for what I did to Frosty a hundred zillion times. And then maybe, just maybe, mind you, you'll find something in your stocking tomorrow morning. (laughs) Okay. A new hat, maybe? Oh, yes, sir. Goodbye, everyone. Sorry to lose and run, but I've got to get busy writing. Busy, busy, busy. And Professor Hinkle runs off, and Santa Claus, his final line. Come on, Frosty. We're all waiting on you. Ho, ho, ho. And the Santa places the magic hat, which still we have never uh, learned why the hat is actually magic, but it is. 
back onto Frosty's head, and he says, Happy birthday! Can I get, like, a more ex... uh, What's the word? Like a... Exclamatory. Yeah, exclamatory. Like a, Happy birthday! (laughs) Fine. (laughs) This is your your culminating line, Wes. This is a big moment. It's... Well, I mean, actually, Perry, if you listen to it... It's the emotional climax of the movie. Perry, if you if you listen to the episode, I'm pretty sure it's just the exact same cut of Happy Birthday every time. It probably okay. is. Probably but is. sure, for the art for your we artistic choice, we have more budget choice. than they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, big budget. You say, say we have more budget than they do. Yeah, big budget. All right. Happy birthday. Nice. Okay, and we get back to the narrator. And so, Santa took Karen home and made ready to bring Frosty back to the North Pole. Karen hated to say goodbye to Frosty, but as Santa promised, Frosty returned every year with the magical Christmas snow. And every year, there was a great celebration with a great Christmas parade. Great. And this is continuing of the music. This time it's the thumpity, thump, thump, thumpity, thump, thump. Look at that, Frosty. Uh, and the narrator's final line here. And with Frosty the Snowman, Christmas was always very merry indeed. You have a merry Christmas too. And then there's more music, and the last line of the whole thing is our main character, Wes Richardson, here as Frosty. Am I singing? I think I'm singing. Uh, eh, it's like You're rhythmic. Yelling. It's it's Kay. rhythmic, but it's not really singing. Kay. I'll be back on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it sounds like, James? Yeah, pretty much. I'll be back on Christmas Day. <laughs> Love it. Woo! Great. And rap. Scene. Cut. Mm-hmm. End scene. Rap. Uh, all the, the terms. Oh. Great job, guys. And with that, we have completed Frosty the Snowman. Um... Wow. Yes. I'm, I mean, guys, we did a great job, but our contributors did better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We they did some... pretty well. They were so stars. good. All right, real quick. What's a, a Christmas tradition you're looking forward to this year? Oh, get this. I have a rant. Uh, Are you ready? I mean, yes, no. but it is 10.30 p.m. Okay, say, it'll be short. <laughs> so listen, I'm only going to say this because my grandmother will never listen to this. Growing up, we always had to go to my dad's side of the family Christmas Eve party, and me and my mom could not stand it. Okay? Okay. And so... Sorry if you're listening to the pod, by the way. Yikes. I really hope you not. can't stand your party. Um, yep. And now they all know. Um, <laughs> and this year, I asked my... That party's not happening this year. It's happening on a different day because my brother's coming home from Japan. Oh, great. And... My mom said, I asked my mom, I was like, well, so what are we going to do on Christmas Eve? And she said, I think we're going to do what we did when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, like, what's that? And she said, we're going to, we're going to open one gift on Christmas Eve and we're going to eat chili. And I said, you're, and just so everyone knows, chili is my favorite food. My mom's chili is my favorite food. And I said, you're telling me that for 24 years I could have been having chili on Christmas Eve (laughs) and I was robbed of that. And she said, I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> so I'm doing that on Christmas Eve, and so it's my new favorite tradition. To a new tradition Love that, that should have been an old tradition. Love that. 
James. We all agree that the best line that we heard tonight was "No money, no Correct. money." money. <laughs> yeah, can uh, I get like a like a voice memo of that or something that I, I can just? I need that as a sign over my house. <laughs> no money. <laughs> yeah, Perry, hand it to the AC people. Well, before I go, I Shelby and I are going out to Virginia to spend Christmas at my parents in their new house, so that's pretty exciting. Oh, fun! Oh, their new house, fun! I'm, I'm just excited for Declan to get to see all his family. I think that'll be fun. Yes, little baby Declan. <laughs> this first Christmas, second Christmas, first Christmas, dude. First Christmas. Wow. Old. It's fun. Okay. All right, I gotta go, gentlemen and ladies. All right, see you, James. Abby, what's your your Christmas tradition, real quick, and then we'll we'll give it a um, wrap. Um, I don't know. I just like watching Javon open gifts. <laughs> That's cool. That's about I love it. that. That's really no. wholesome, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I uh, my my Christmas is gonna look a lot different because uh, it's gonna be my first year not being at my parents' house for Christmas Day. But I will say I'm looking forward to the Christmas tradition of of my dad's side of the family getting together and just a crazy household of household of people and cousins and yeah <laughs> people going Abby, out are you coming, and getting are you coming to west lafayette yeah unfortunately no i'm just oh. i'm i like it's just a long drive you know and uh-huh. i already oh, saw i saw everyone for thanksgiving and not that i don't like to see everyone but it's like it's just thanksgiving was like a moderate drive uh-huh. yeah then. yeah well also has anyone ever noticed that thanksgiving and christmas are oddly the same vibe and oddly yeah. close together in regards to the rest right of the year? can't we just no, do like no a thanksgiving at like like Thanksgiving should be in June. Yeah, I don't I was think anybody's say, ever noticed. Like, us. we don't need like we. I, it'd be better to just space it out to see family like July and December instead of like right. November, December. Yeah, you know I don't really like Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, this <laughs> I don't really like Thanksgiving. I know that's a hot take, but hear me out. You have Christmas as religious holiday number one. Just make Easter the new Thanksgiving, and you cover all your bases. <laughs> all right. All right. Sounds good. You heard it here first. All right, Wes. Uh, let's start the the wrap up here. Uh, who's gonna say? I guess Wes, you and I are gonna try to say it in unison, and if it's not in unison, I'll put it together afterwards. Uh, oh, cool. James, you say stay hungry. hungry. Abby, Abby say, say stay humble. Stay humble, and Wes and I'll try it in unison. Stay hi- stay stay hydrated. Okay. Okay, guys. Until next time. Stay hungry. Stay humble. And And stay stay hydrated. hydrated. (laughs)